Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, Dallas Cowboys Christmas from 1985 and 1986. You're a Part of Me was a single released in 1983 by Danny White with Linda Nail. It hit number 85 on the Billboard Hot Country chart. Both Danny White and Linda Nail were signed to the Grand Prix Record Company. Linda Nail was a singer who had a few previous singles in the 70s, but Danny White had a much different background. Since 1976, he had been both a punter and a quarterback in the NFL for the Dallas Cowboys. But after starting quarterback Roger Staubach retired in 1979, White became the team's new starter, and he also continued to serve as the team's punter until 1984. He led the Cowboys to three consecutive NFC Championship games from 1980 to 1982, Statistically, he had the best year of his career in 1983, the same year he made a brief appearance on the country music chart. You're a Part of Me would end up being the only single off of his album called Country Boy. The album itself failed to chart. In 1984, the Dallas Cowboys missed the playoffs for the first time in a decade. White even lost his starting job for part of the season. But White and the Cowboys would make a return to the playoffs in 1985, and now... This is where the timeline gets a little fuzzy. Yes, this is another episode where I'm going to mention the Chicago Bears Shuffling Cruise Super Bowl Shuffle. Though it wasn't the first time a sports team released a song, it's certainly the most well-known, and still is 35 years later. But they weren't the first NFL team to release a single and go on to win the Super Bowl in the same season. Just one year prior, in 1984, the San Francisco 49ers did it. Okay, so here's why the timeline gets a little fuzzy. A reissue of today's album has liner notes from Danny White that read, quote, The year after the Chicago Bears released the Super Bowl Shuffle video, Chris Christian and I had an idea in July 1985 to do a similar record and video with Tom Landry and the Cowboys for the Christmas season in 1985 and raise some money for charity. End quote. Okay, so he says after the Super Bowl Shuffle. But the Super Bowl Shuffle didn't come out until December of 85. So it seems the beginnings of this record started before the Super Bowl shuffle. And by the way, he also mentions a couple names in that quote, Tom Landry and Chris Christian. In case you didn't know, Tom Landry was the longtime Dallas Cowboys head coach. But who is Chris Christian? I 
Chris Christian first emerged onto the music scene as a member of the group Cotton, Lloyd, and Christian. They had a few hits on the adult contemporary charts in the 70s. And he's also worked as a producer, even winning four Grammy Awards, working with artists like Pat Boone, the Pointer Sisters, Al Jarreau, and Natalie Cole. He even signed Amy Grant to his production company when she was just 16 years old, and he would produce her first album. But Christian has also worked as a solo artist as well. He was the first artist to sign to Boardwalk Records when former Casablanca Records founder Neil Bogart founded the label in 1980. Robert Kardashian, yes, that Robert Kardashian, was Christian's manager, and he was the one who got him signed to Boardwalk Records. In 1981, Christian's single, I Want You, I Need You, went to number 37 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 8 on the Billboard Adult Contemporary chart. popularity of the song even got him performances on TV shows like Solid Gold and American Bandstand. Who have you written songs for? Uh, Olivia, Newton John, Elvis, Sheena, Sheena Easton, <laughs> Carpenters, Dionne Warwick. Why not? No, stop there because it'll get embarrassing after a while. It's a, it's a, a whole list of goodies. Why, after all of that, of not recording your own songs, are you now doing your own songs? Did you finally get greedy or what? No, not really. There's two great joys for a songwriter, and one is to hear someone else who you really love and respect uh, do your song the way they hear it. But the other joy is to hear it done exactly like you wrote it from your heart. Christian would also start his own record label in 1981, Home Sweet Home Records. Home Sweet Home mostly releases contemporary Christian music. Chris Christian started a Christian label. That's amazing. That's like an ice cream man named Cone. And this may be how he and Danny White connect. Danny White was a religious man, heavily involved in the Mormon church that he and his family attended. He even taught Sunday school during the off-season. So, Christian and White would team up for an album. And at Christmas of 1985, Dallas Cowboys Christmas was released on Home Sweet Home Records. It's Christmas. In the NFL! Okay, so quick side note here. Before I even get into the record, let me just say that in 1986, the Cowboys released another Christmas album. And in more recent years, the two have been reissued on CD, taking songs from each of those records. So that's the version I'm going to focus on here. I was initially just going to focus on the 1985 album, but there are only two Cowboys songs on it, and the rest of the songs are other artists. It's more of a compilation album. This version seemed way more fun and bizarre, so, okay, now that I got that out of the way, let's get into it. The album kicks off with I Don't Want to Be Home Christmas. While that seems like that's the opposite message of most Christmas songs, the reasoning for not wanting to be home at Christmas is because that would mean they didn't make the playoffs. By the way, this song is literally titled I Don't Want to Be Home Christmas, and this reissue is actually streaming on Spotify, and the song is wrongly listed there as I Don't Want to Be Home for Christmas. Oh, 
that song also had a music video, as did the next song. So, as always, be sure you're following at Bizarre Albums on social media. I'll post some of the clips of these videos this week. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. For the next song, the Cowboys give a football spin to the 12 Days of Christmas. And this song also features a line from their head coach, Tom Landry, who was famous for always wearing a fedora. So that's kind of the focus of this song. And also, this was a different era, because here they're playing concussions as a joke. On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 12 surfing cowgirls, 11 quarterback sacks, 10,000 yards, Please don't ask for concussions for Christmas. Coach Flandry also makes one more appearance on the record, kind of rapping, on the song Living the American Dream. And this one, not a Christmas song. This next song is credited to the Dallas Cowboy alumni, and that includes Roger Staubach, Bill Brunick, Cliff Harris, Bob Hayes, and Preston Pearson. This one first appeared on the 1986 Christmas album, which was able to have much more time spent on planning that record. For this song, Danny White got several retired cowboys to record a song and make a music video. This is The Good Old Days. Chris Christian would produce this album, or both albums, as I should say, and he also wrote all of the non-traditional Christmas songs on the record, including Christmas in Dallas. There is no home better than this great 
The Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders even got to do a song for the 1986 album, and they seemed to have a bit more of a knack for singing than the team did. Bob Brunig was a linebacker for the Cowboys from 1975 to 1984. Though he was retired by the time of the album, he gets to do a song alongside Chris Christian. Brunig was a close friend of Danny White's and had some musical ability. He was both a singer and a guitar player. Here's Thinking of You This Christmas. That song would later appear on Chris Christian's solo Christmas album, also called Thinking of You This Christmas. His song God Bless the Children appeared on his solo album as well, in addition to the original 1985 Dallas Cowboys Christmas album. Like I'd said earlier, that 1985 album was more of a compilation featuring other songs from other artists. One of those was Pat Boone. How about that? The 1986 Christmas album was mostly songs performed by the team. And the majority of this reissue comes from that album. The one outlier is the album's closer, another performed by Chris Christian, The Man Behind the Man, which was written about Coach Landry. It originally appeared on Christian's 1989 album, Focus. Oops, wrong song. This song. A version of these albums was reissued on CD in 2013 under the name Christmas with the Dallas Cowboys Legends. Again, that one has a slightly different track listing. Then in 2020, it was reissued again, claiming to be digitally remastered by Rob Colwell of Bombworks Sound for a fuller, more dynamic audio quality. This CD reissue was released under the name Dallas Cowboys Christmas 8586, though on Spotify, it's simply called Dallas Cowboys Christmas. But it is the same version as the CD reissue. It's all a little confusing. The back cover of the original 1985 Christmas album says, The Cowboys Christmas Committee, a nonprofit corporation created to benefit charity. The primary beneficiaries are the Salvation Army and the North Texas Food Bank. So, good on them. I will add it's unclear whether or not the reissues are also going to charity. But this record would not be the last time members of the Dallas Cowboys would record some music. In 1995, Everybody Wants to Be a Cowboy was an album released by the Superboys, a group of then-current Cowboys players, and the record even included a single from their quarterback, Troy Aikman. But that is for another time. 
Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. And a Merry Christmas to all of your family from the Cowboy family.